obviously a lot of attention on 2024 now that the votes have been cast in the midterms. Two-thirds of Americans in exit polls say that they don't think you should run for re-election. What is your message to them, and how does that factor into your final decision about whether or not to run for re-election? It doesn't. What's your message to them? To those two-thirds of Americans? Watch me. Welcome to the RW Plus B Podcast Network. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binaries to a new episode of the Red Rose Register Podcast. Now... It's worth noting that I had planned on releasing a live edition of the show on TikTok this past uh, week, you know, for the midterms, but life is weird sometimes, and essentially it fell through. Um, I suppose this isn't that strange. Uh, Basically, it just boiled down to where I am. The internet sucks at times. It's kind of what happens when you live near so many trees, I suppose. That's one way of putting it. Then I went to record an episode the following day, and technical issues once again flared up. So let's hope that this one goes more smoothly. Let's go ahead and talk about that clip that we opened the show with. Biden has gotten his ego back in full force, obviously, because the Democrats didn't get the lashing they deserved in the midterms. And now he's telling us all, he's laughing at us all, and telling us all that we are going to get exactly what we apparently collectively deserve or at least those that decided it was worth giving them this victory uh, deserve. Because it's it's just going to be more smoke and mirror bullshit for two more years um, at best. And the party is going to continue to f- forget completely about the working class once again. Now, we might get, like I suggested... Um, like I suggested, we might get some more smoke and mirror bullshit, kind of like the fake IRA um, stuff, the uh, the lies about the weed forgiveness plan. Um, and, of course, the latest news is that, once again, um, people were stupid to even slightly believe in this administration because the student loan forgiveness plan, yeah, it's gone shut down quickly, and that was, of course, intentional. The system likes to be able to put forward their own agenda as smoothly as possible, and Biden and this administration has proven that they are capable of doing that for, well, those that are truly in power. So... If you truly go and um, fix the problems with the whole student loan situation, which, of course, this plan that Biden was promoting 
um, wouldn't actually fix the problems itself. It would just put a band-aid on a bullet wound, or actually a band-aid on several bullet wounds. Um, it's the equivalent of a thoughts and prayers after a mass shooting. It, it, it didn't actually do anything to the overall problem. And yeah, well, and don't forget Nancy actually told us that this was how it was going to play out. Now, one good thing that's going to come of the midterms is the Democrats will not be able to not be able to blame progressives for, you know, their failings. Because it's always excuses instead of reflection, right? Instead, actually, if you look closely enough, you might see a progressive that wasn't getting backed by the party itself. In a major race when it comes down to it, one that really um, is part of what's going to give us this very interesting congressional makeup. Um, of course, they had no problem doing that Pied Piper bullshit where they were promoting some of the worst of the worst um, from the GOP. But, I mean, they did that same thing with Trump, right? Go back and watch the primaries from 2016. Remember, Trump had actually ran for president in the past. He's, a, you know, he's a businessman who likes to play with strategy, see what he can get away with, and he's been able to get away with a lot. Um, that race was just the next stage in it. But CNN and all of those networks had no problem giving massive, massive amounts of free PR to the dude and propped him up with the intention of and go look at some of the emails too, but it was with the intention of putting up a candidate that they thought would be easy for them to win against. Of course, Hillary ran one of the worst campaigns of all time and was one of the most hated people in the country, and no, not because she was a woman. And, uh, well, that's what we got, right? Always blaming others never reflection and i suppose i'm also supposed to uh clap that the squad got more members but those spineless sheepdogs don't really do anything for me nor the majority of the american working class so why should i actually care speaking of it turns out that letter that um, that leaked or whatever that the so-called progressives had put out, um, it was a spineless letter, but essentially it was calling for maybe eventually diplomacy. Um, it turns out that actually is the Biden administration's plan right now. Um, perhaps it was important that there was at least on the national stage some form of conversation about diplomacy during that window but yeah it turns out that the same administration that has gotten us to this point and literally told ukrainians when they were wanting or considering um negotiations early on to you know shut the fuck up and just take our money and do whatever you want with it um handing all those neo-nazis as much money as they wanted 
with basically no oversight or follow-up. Um, yeah, it turns out lately things are starting to move towards maybe peace. I guess that's something, right? And of course there was no red wave. It was more of a splash at a kiddie pool, I suppose, in some ways. It turns out the midterms were a referendum not only on Biden, but also on Trump in many ways. As many of the candidates he actually backed didn't do nearly as well as... Well, of course, DeSantis did very well, but Trump has disowned him now because egos are way too big um, in the upcoming primaries. And, well, if they could put that aside, of course, we'd get Trump-DeSantis, which would probably dominate, like that or not, but... No, instead we're going to get, you know, cheap jabs and shit like that. But in many ways it's like pro wrestling soap opera bullshit on a you know national stage. And while it is embarrassing, seeing the two Republican heavyweights throw fire um, could be entertaining too, if I'm being blunt. Of course, DeSantis is taking an interesting position um, thus far and, you know, might continue to um, as long as it continues to work out for him. But he's... Presenting himself once again as like Trump, but with without some of the baggage, at least is the way he presents himself as. And um, until voters start seeing him as a, as spineless for not you know going full on in retaliation uh, with attack ads and, and little quips, until that day, this is probably what we're going to continue to get. Um, I'd argue DeSantis is actually pretty. Um, a pretty big threat in many ways, um, especially because a lot of people don't realize how bad the fucking dude is. Um, and I'm actually more worried about this guy than I am Trump. I think Trump's been exposed at this point. A lot of the time when he fully backs candidates, except in small little areas, he, those candidates aren't doing well. And I think a lot of people fell off the wagon with him um, and have split and are looking for alternatives now um, and while he still has pockets of course of rabid supporters I think he's been exposed I really do I think it's gonna be interesting to see what happens next we'll see um, of course the new direction of the Republican Party is to once again kind of lean into a more populist stance. At least that's something that they're testing waters with. Um, be aware of that too. In many ways, it's more sheepdogging. Um, like, let me get in on that. Democrats are doing it so well where they promote a few populist voices or narratives here and there. Enough people start latching on to, oh, this is the party that's, you know, promoting this without realizing there's no actual policy behind it that's being pushed um, in any you know consequential manner and um, yeah I think that's all we're, we're going to be getting um, so you know be, be mindful of that um, other midterm news is um, uh, Beto and Abrams falling and Bobart drama of course with, with her having that teetering uh, Fetterman and DeSantis winning is interesting because it, it kind of sends messages across the board. Um, that's kind of where we are now. Um, overall. 
all you really need to know is the students were under polled. Um, it was a referendum on Biden and Trump, both. Um, and the oligarchy is what truly won once more here. If you can recognize that, you essentially have it all wrapped up. Oh, and during all of this, you know, a little side note, but the ongoing Twitter drama has been hilarious. Um, a reminder, but Elon is not the mastermind many of you think he is. Um, but the drama has been exciting because it, it's a circus act over there right now. Um, there's a lot of bad shit. There's some good shit mixed in there too. And seeing just it all, the place has always been accessible. So I feel like in many ways, it's just getting, you know, what it deserves at this point anyways. So it's kind of hard to feel bad and seeing all these celebrities, you know, being like, well, we're leaving as if anyone actually cares seeing as, you know, major movie celebrities and stuff being on Twitter doesn't matter that much because they're not like Twitter famous in many cases. Um, and most of the time they come right back anyways. Um, and keep in mind, these are the same people, many of them, uh, many of them supposedly liberals. Well, um, they're the same ones that kept, kept uh, Harvey silent, um, the news on Harvey silent for so long because, well, it was helping them out. We're helping enough of them out. So fuck them all. Who cares? Oh, and a special fuck you to anyone who kept Epstein quiet and has continued um, the news on Epstein quiet and has continued to, you know, keep all of that quiet. Why the fuck aren't the so-called so-called journalists asking every single person that's known to be connected um, to that case? Why aren't they constantly braiding them with questions about it? Why isn't there more digging? Modern journalism is just a tragedy. And on that note, I'm going to end this with an open letter to Jimmy Dore. Jimmy, I enjoy um, watching, you know, clips that you post on YouTube here and there. You can be pretty fucking funny. In many ways, you remind me of a, uh, like, of George Carlin a, a little bit. Of course, I'm sure there's some connection between you two that I might not know about or something. I, I don't know. I don't follow celebrity shit that close. Um, I know you market yourself as basically a stoner, you know, making making a show in his basement with, with some friends. And I respect that, too. Like I said, I, I sincerely enjoy a lot of the content you put out. and I disagree with you at times, but that's fine. We can all disagree with you each other. In fact, I think that's something we all need to learn once again. See, I come from the generation that was raised on South Park and all that shit, but I'm part of the same generation that has been handling um, handling culture wars um, in such a clumsy fucking way that it has been... It, it's just been a dumpster fucking fire to watch it. The fact of the matter is... Again, I respect you.
and I know I'm being an ass kisser right now, I'm sure. I'm sure how, that's how it's going to be seen, but I gotta remind you that one of the key parts of comedy is to punch up. See, the best comedians throughout time have basically known this, in my opinion at least. And at times you have allowed yourself to become lowbrow in a way that I don't think you realize. Now, whenever I started uh, watching your content, it wasn't long after that I started seeing, you know, back and forth bullshit between you and your colleagues and your former colleagues at the Young Turks. And I know, I know, fuck those dudes. Uh, it's fine. I agree, even. In many, in many ways, they're like the squad. They're fake as fuck. You have also allowed yourself to attack several other um, people just randomly throughout many of the videos, and it's becoming a problem. And it's sprinkled in videos occasionally, too. And, well, see, here's the problem. Again, one of the key parts of comedy should be to punch up, yes? I know for a fact you have claimed in the past to support this take, so I must ask you directly um, on the off chance you end up hearing this. Yes, I ask you, if you truly believe in the concept of, you know, punching up, Is this your way of saying that you see them as being above you? I don't think they're above you. See, me personally, I'm a dumbass recording a podcast. That's all. All of us really are. We, we record ourselves. Many for the sake of, you know, free therapy, essentially, in, in a way. Um, and we hope that at least a few people find entertainment in it. A lot of people take entertainment in yours. And perhaps there's rating spikes or, you know, number, better numbers or whatever. Whenever you put out these cheap attacks here and there. But you're better than this, man. Stop wasting time on the bullshit. Attack those in power, those that can actually make differences. Now, I'm not saying be spineless either, like the Democrats. No, I'm saying if someone, of course, comes out and attacks you directly, go back after them. Perhaps just once, though. Say your piece, if you must, and then let it fucking go. We do not need hours of content where it's just you whining like a goddamn baby because someone hurt your fifis. Just something to think about, man. Anyways, thank you to anyone that did listen to my latest 
rant and ramble on some of the dumpster fires that are taking place around us. Be kind to yourself and others. Check out www.rwplusb.page, rwplusb.page, if you get a chance, any of the content on that site that might catch your eye, uh, go ahead and click that. I'd appreciate it. Um, if you have any uh, interest in coming on my show in the future, shoot me an email at rwplusb at gmail.com or shoot me a text to 315-330-6840 and uh, make your pitch. If you think that we could have an interesting conversation, I'm probably going to give you a thumbs up. The art of conversation is kind of a, becoming a lost art increasingly. So, so um, let's have one.